Hey, Auburn. Hello. This is uh, your boy, Jason Campbell. Welcome to the uh, On to Victory Collective podcast. I got my guy, Zach Blackberry, on here who locked on Auburn. So, you know, everyone kind of knows who this guy is. They know he brings great information, brings a lot of energy to everything he does. And uh, myself, better known as J Cam, I'm your, I'm your host uh, each and every week. And we try to bring you special guests. Uh, we thank you for your support that you do uh, to our collective and uh, giving to our student athletes. And uh, None of it's taken for granted. I trust, trust me on that. And uh, but right now, Zach, we got a great, great show today, man. We got three, three guys lined up. Uh, I think that the Auburn family knows a lot about. But this first one, though, just coming off fresh off of a, um, you know, a top 10 finish. Uh, mm. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. He's also been named to the Ping All-American uh, list. Uh, which is a very, very standard list. Uh, you know, it's high price athletes hitting a golf ball. I just played golf three days in a row last week. I'm telling you, I didn't break 80. <laughs> you know, so the, I bet our I bet our next guest, uh, I bet he can break 80. Uh, I, I guarantee he can break 80. He probably can break 80 playing left-handed and right-handed. That's probably right. <laughs> you know? That's probably so, right. You know, let's let's uh let's get our guests on the show right now. Let's bring in no other than JM Butler. Hey, what's up, guys? Jason what's and Zach, for having me. How you doing? You doing all right? Oh, yeah, doing real good. So let's talk about this. You know, I, I play golf, and I enjoy it, and, you know, I use it more as a hobby. You use it more as a – it's probably going to be your profession, you know, moving to the next level. Uh, but talk about, you know, as a golfer, how do you prepare your mind and your mindset when you're getting ready to attack the course? That's a great question. Uh, preparation is probably the most important thing. Uh, leading up to tournaments, you know, not only on the course, but as you said, uh, you got to get your mind right. Um, for me, I use a lot of meditation, uh, visualization, um, just kind of seeing the shot where, where you want to hit it, um, and really just being prepared for whatever the course might throw at you, whether you make, you know, you're going to hit bad shots. That's just the way it is. And it's how you handle those bad shots um, and what your mindset's like that's going to, you know, stand you out from the rest of the field jam where do you think you've grown the most as a golfer since your career started at auburn uh yeah so coming into auburn i was a great putter and had a great mindset but i thought my uh, fundamentals in my full swing were not quite where they needed to be and um so i just you know through, through the great coaches we have at auburn i was able to change some things in my swing technically and uh, that's allowed me to really, um, you know, enhance my performance over the last two or three years. Uh, just a lot of hard work, changing things in my takeaway, my transition, um, the way my body moves in different positions that the club is in. Uh, I'd say it's been the main thing for me. And you talk about this, Jay. I mean, you guys had a historic season this year. You know, y'all y'all broke, y'all finished 278.70 in team average. Um, I think uh, that's one of the top three of Auburn of all time. Um, definitely y'all have kind of splattered a lot of records. And you yourself, talk about the Maui Invitation, the Maui Gym Intercollegiate, where you shot 17 under uh, to uh, to smash the Auburn record in the 54-hole uh, play. Yes, sir. So actually, Jason, that was last year, uh, my sophomore year. But um, we did win the Maui Gym uh, this past fall. So that was an unbelievable performance by all the guys. Yeah, um, honestly, like I, we, we expected that going into the season. Uh, it was probably the most talented team Auburn's ever had is uh, what Cl coach Kleinard says. 
And um, we just we just knew that we were going to win a lot of golf tournaments and break a lot of records. And um, if I'm being honest, like we quite we didn't quite live up to the potential that I thought we had. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, still still proud of the guys, obviously. And um, we'll come back even hungrier next year. Does that help kind of set the goals for next year? I mean, as soon as this season ends, and it's like, okay, man, we, I feel like we could have done a little bit better now. Okay, next year's a chance to do it. 100%. I mean, look, we're not losing any of the guys. Mm. Um, wow. You know, Alex is coming back. All the guys that are consistently in the top five are coming back. And uh, we're adding a stud, a couple stud freshmen. So, um, you know, we're going to be even better next year and the expectations even higher. I mean, we're good enough to be contending and winning national championships and uh, conference championships. So that's really the goal. Like, that's what we expect. And uh, we all know that we're good enough to do it. Well, yeah. And talk about the uh, hosting the regionals this year. Uh, talk about like the experience of that. Like how fun was it? You know, you're at home. You got other teams got to travel to your territory. And and just just talk about the overall experience. Oh, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, just all the support from the Auburn family, uh, having all uh, the staff there, um, our trainers, the coaches, um, all our families were in town. So being able to, you know, sleep in your own bed and out to a course where you basically play it every day. It was, it was a huge advantage for us. And, um, God, it was just such a special moment to share with the guys. Um, just cause we compete out there every day, but to do it under that, you know, type of environment in a NCAA regional and get the job done. It was truly a special moment for us. I mean, you talk about home field advantage and, I'm sure Jason loved playing at Jordan-Hare Stadium, but, I mean, when you talk about golf and, like, so many different types of golf courses and different obstacles and different ways to approach each hole, I can't imagine there's a bigger home field advantage in sports than playing at your golf course. A hundred percent. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the biggest thing for us was that the course was so hard and the greens were so firm, we knew what to expect going in. So nothing was a surprise to us where other teams came in and it might have freaked them out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, as I said, like over tee shots, like you're just very comfortable because you've hit it so many times. Putts, mm-hmm. you know, you're used to how or which way the putt might break. Right. Missing it on your approach shot into the green, you know, knowing, okay, like, you know, the pins here, can't miss here, all the, all that just simple stuff. It really makes a difference when you're playing at your home course every day. Yeah. And Zach make a great point. You know, you know, all the ends and that's just like playing football at home. You kind of know, you know, where's the soft spots at on the field. And uh, you can kind of let the ball go sometimes before, because you know where it's supposed to end up at. So when you're playing golf and everything like, but I also had other stadiums that I like to play in. Um, when it comes to golf, what are one of the, it could be one of your rivals. It could be anywhere. What do you enjoy playing? Where's your favorite golf course outside of Auburn? Hmm. In tournaments that we played this year? It can be tournaments uh, or individual. I would have to say the Alworth Collegiate uh, down hmm. in Orlando. Um, it's hosted by North Florida, and it's just one of my favorite golf courses yeah. uh, in the country. I mean, I feel like it really sets up well for, for my game. And uh, the other guys on the team, it sets up well for their game, too. So I would say that's that's a course where I just get on and I feel like I'm going to play well every time. You know, uh, in the past two years that we have played, I've finished uh, 
top five both years. So I've had a chance to win. And uh, we, we won as a team this year, too. So that was a good feeling. Awesome. JM, I, I'm not a golfer. I'm going to be honest. I've gone a few times. I'm terrible. Had a good time, just not very good. But it's my understanding that everybody's kind of got their club that they lean on. What is your go-to club, you think? Uh, I would say I lean on my putter the most. Okay. Uh, I just, when I step on the green, that's where I'm comfortable. You know, give me a putt. It doesn't matter how far I feel like I'm going to make it. So, um, yeah, the putter. What's the longest putt you've made in competitive play? Ooh. Oh, I know you know it. I know you know what it is. <laughs> in our home event this year, I made about a 75 or 80 footer. Incredible. At a Grand National. So, yeah, I would That's say awesome, that, that, was, that was probably the longest definitely this year that I can remember off the top of my head. That's awesome. Gosh, that, that is awesome. Uh, put it this way. So during the season, I know you guys practice every day. But in the off season, how much golf do you participate in a week? Every day, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> still every day? Every day. I mean, from, I mean, everybody's different. You know, some guys might go out there and, you know, just – I mean, for, for me, it's every day, you know, it's uh, a process of trying to get just a little bit better every day and uh, just always striving for better. Um, you know, I'm not competing in tournaments every day, but mm -hmm. I'm going out practicing, you know, going to the range, doing what I need to do to get my swing right, chipping, putting um, and playing at home. Uh, but, yeah, it's every day, you know, just. Really just trying to chip away at it. So do you take your buddies out there with you off the team and y'all kind of compete against each other, like in a foursome? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. When everybody's in town, um, like right now, everybody's kind of home for the summer and traveling for amateur events. Um, but when everybody's in town, yeah, it's just, you know, we'll be on the range and it's like, yo, we'll be talking some trash and uh, <laughs> then we'll just go out and play and settle it that way, so. Are you a smack talker, JM? I saw that smirk when you thought about that for a second. Uh, a little bit. We did a little smack talking. So, dude, any of your teammates ask you for strokes or y'all just play head up? No, no, no. They, we play straight up. We play straight up. They might need they might need some strokes sometimes, but. Hey, <laughs> there it is. There it is. When you play with your friends that, like, aren't collegiate golfers, do you just smoke them? Are you super nice about it or does it depend on who it is? It kind of depends on who it is in the setting, but, uh, you know, um, I would say, yeah, I beat them pretty good most of the time. But I, mean, <laughs> I tell you what, I played with some guys last week and they shot 73 and even par 72. And I'm just like, and these are ex football players. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, come on. Like, how often are they playing? But they playing three, four days a week. I don't have time to do that um and everything but what's your average score when you're just out playing away from auburn uh i want to say well my average score in competition this year was like 69.5 um so i would say i mean about that even when i'm not competing you know i would say below 70 definitely jeez boy i got a long ways to go <laughs> jm you <laughs> Jason asked about you how often you're playing golf, and it sounds like you're out there almost every day. 
What do you do to work on your game like outside of going to the golf course? Like what's the mental side of how you approach the game? Um, you know, as I said earlier, meditation, uh, visualizing shots. So if I'm going to go out and play a tournament, you know, I'm in my hotel room or wherever I am, just, you know, close my eyes, visualizing each hole, how I want to play the hole. Um, and just, you know, whether that's, you know, it, it doesn't matter what golf course I'll be playing. I do it for every course. Um, I also, outside the golf course, I'm in the gym a lot, uh, trying to, you know, not only make my body stronger, but make my mind stronger. Um, mm -hmm. Alice, my mind. Um, yeah, just try, trying to trying to get rid of, you know, those, as Buddy Alexander calls uh, the demons and wizards, you know, those yeah. negative thoughts in your head. Because uh, when those pop in, they can be really distracting. But um, I've always found that, you know, if I can just make my mind tough, my my body's gonna be tough too yeah no no doubt everything starts with the mindset i always say you have to visualize making plays before you can actually do it um sure. so transition a little bit you know nil has now kind of just entered into college sports for student athletes and you know it does a lot from collectives i mean collectives do, do a lot for their student athletes talk about you know your experience with nil so far and how it translates over to the golf course uh, and everything Oh my gosh, NIL Auburn or on the victory has been great. Um, you know, not only for me, but for everybody on the team. Uh, I think it's really motivated them to, you know, work a little harder too. Yeah. Um, there's some money out there to be earned. But um, I mean, I can't thank all the donors and the supporters enough for what they've done for me and the team and uh, really just growing the athletic department. Um, and it's, 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 it's made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily made me work any harder because, you know, money's not really a motivator for me right now. But I mean, it's just it's nice to have that in my back pocket for sure. You know, whether I want to, you know, use it for tournament expenses mm. or, you know, use it to go out somewhere nice to eat or just do some fun stuff with the guys. Um, but it's I mean, I can't thank the collective enough. And backing off that, do, do golf get full scholarships? um we golf has four and a half scholarships to give um so i would say most of the guys aren't on full scholarship um just i mean we have 10 guys and four and a half scholarships to get out so it's tough to you know give right. you that yeah that's the reason i asked that question because i wanted the listeners to know that golf everybody doesn't have a full scholarship so a lot of the nil money that you guys receive some of it is used to pay for your student tuition and like you were saying sometimes the <laughs> pay for tournament good and tournament play and your parents to be able to come and watch you play so uh you know that's why i just wanted them to know because it kind of helps them to understand the money that they're giving we're supporting that and uh and they can, they can see that. that yeah now transition to that you got any more, more questions for for my guy here i don't think so i don't think so you want to move to the rapid fire stuff yeah i'm about to hit you with the Let's rapid fire real quick so let everybody know a little bit about you. So as a golfer, you know, I know as a football player, what I like to eat night before games, but night before a big tournament to get you geared up. What is something that you, what's your go-to meal and what's your snack during tournament play? Go-to meal the night before, I would say like a ribeye or something like fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. Oh, and then, okay. yeah. And then yeah. on the course, my snack would have to be like Uncrustables. 
those peanut butter jellies, they're so good. Do you eat them frozen or do you let them fall? <laughs> no, no. They, they definitely got to be thawed. Got it. Okay. I like that. I like that. Who inspired you as a young athlete? I would say my dad inspired me. Um, but, yeah, I would say my dad. Okay. Have you ever had a hole in one? I have not. No, that's something I have not wow. done. Oh, wow. mm. so I've been something? I've been very close at NCAA regionals. Actually, I I hit a shot with like a five iron or something, and it hit the flag stick and like stopped right next to the hole. I was like, "Come on!" Just <laughs> but um, no, not yet. Maybe this week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's go here. Hmm. I would say this. Where's your favorite place to eat at in Auburn? Moe's Barbecue. Oh, barbecue guy. Barbecue mm. guy. Okay. What do you order there? Uh, I like the pulled pork sandwich. I mean, I get the wings sometimes too, but uh, the pulled pork sandwich is my go-to with like some mac and cheese and uh, either like coleslaw or baked beans. Classic. Classic. This is kind of a two-part question in one. One is... What made you choose Auburn? And the other is, what's your favorite tradition at Auburn? I mean, honestly, like everything about Auburn, I love. Um, the facilities were probably the number one thing for me. Uh, number two was that growing up in Louisville, Kentucky, the winter times were really cold. So I wanted to be somewhere where uh, it was, you know, I could practice in those cold winter months. Mm. Um, and then the coaches, honestly, like Coach Kleinert and you know, Coach Williams, they're awesome. Um, yeah. I ask for better coaches. Um, as I, I've said before, it's the best decision I've ever made in my life, and uh, I'll stick with that. But um, my favorite tradition at Auburn, I mean, you know, got to be rolling tumors corners for sure. Yeah, yeah. if everybody say. I, I came for my official visit in 2019 when we won the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just the coolest thing ever. Well, hopefully you get a chance to roll those trees this year after we beat Georgia and Bama here at home. So, hey, uh, you know, yeah, looking forward to that. And the last one, what makes you nervous the night before a big competition? Um, I would say probably just I don't really get nervous. I would say it's more like excitement. Uh, just, you know, really wanting to go out there and beat everybody's butt. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, John, well, JM, I know you like to be called JM. So everybody, if you see him walking around campus, you see him at the Auburn games, football games, call the man JM. Uh, it's JM Butler. Hey, man, we enjoyed having you on the show. Zach uh, really enjoyed it as well. And like I said, you know, all the fans and the families and people that give to to own to victory to support you guys and, and ladies and everything that you that y'all do for our student athletes here at campus. You know, we appreciate it, and we appreciate the hard work that you guys put in for uh, to make Auburn a better place and make Auburn a, a, a championship-level program. So uh, thanks, JM, for coming on. Like I say, War Eagle, wish you the best. And if you ever coming by the radio set, headed to the stadium for a football game, stop by and say hello. Yeah, for sure. Jason, Zach, thank you guys so much. Thank you on to Victory for everything. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Have thanks, a good man. one. See you guys. All right, then, Zach, that uh, does it for our first guest today. Um, my guy, J.M. Butler, man, he shoots on average 68-69. Like, do you imagine? You want to share like, your average score? 
Oh man, my you average score. You mentioned the guys you're playing with, yeah, being you know, your average score. My average score is in the mid 80s. You know, I'm be anywhere from 85 to 90 on the average. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is because I like to hit the driver off the tee. Some people like to go hit the three wood off the tee because they control the ball better. You know, they just don't want to lose it. That's me. I'm trying to go for a 290 to 320 drive. And it sometimes gets you in trouble because you're not having to drop. So then you're hitting number three <laughs> instead of hitting number two. So <laughs> if I can just eliminate those type of mistakes, then I can probably get to the low 80s. And then what's going to get you into the 70s is putting. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying, if you can put, 10 feet in on a consistent basis and make them your score is going to go immediately into the 70s and right. that's what separates a lot of guys is the guys that's being able to put versus the guys that can't you see it on tv you see guys that lose tournaments on a four-foot putt mm-hmm. you know just because the pressure amounts up and so mental and it's so mental because yeah. not just in that level you got a championship on the line but then you also got sponsorship on the line you got finance you got money to win a tournament on the line, you know, and it's off a four foot putt now looks like a 20 foot putt, right? <laughs> because of the pressure. So, I, you know, I really respect these guys, man. Uh, golf is such a fun, fun sport, and the ladies, too. You know, that's why I said ladies a while ago because ladies, we had one on here last week, and you know, she talked about her play and and way she shoots. I'm just like, my gosh, like it's impressive, it's, it's impressive, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I mean, it goes to doesn't matter what sport it is, what these student athletes do every single day. It's tremendous. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. what sport it is, just the absolute devotion to honing their craft is is incredible. And um, it's, it's awesome that that NIL exists and on to victory exists so they can kind of support uh, support all of these sports. It's great. All right. Especially like he was saying, it's only four scholarships that golf gets that's pretty much full scholarships. Right. Everybody else has to pay most of their tuition you know they get a partial scholarship Mm -hmm. same way in baseball same way in softball you know the only major sports that really get full scholarships is football and basketball Mm -hmm. really uh so a lot of those score a lot of those other sports when they receive nil money that money is actually going to help them pay for half their scholarship and then and then like he was saying some of their travel when they go to tournaments because you know it, it, it is different it's different uh, until those laws get changed where Auburn can kind of be like Georgia, you know, where Georgia, their baseball team, the whole team can get full scholarships, mm-hmm. um, you know, but right now, you know, we're, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows if we ever will, as far as, you know, rely on other people. So, you know, mm-hmm. Auburn's kind of taking it into their own hands and able to take care of some of these players. I think it's awesome.